Greetings, members and friends of Navy Team New London. I'm Captain Todd Moore, Commanding Officer of Naval Submarine Base New London, and this is the Subbase Klaxon. The Klaxon is a podcast focused on discussing the people, programs, and processes that help Subbase serve its tenant commands and patrons. I hope that in every episode you'll take away something that may just enhance your appreciation for or understanding of the base, its mission, and our southeastern Connecticut military community. Today, it's my pleasure to be joined on the Klaxon by our new Subbase Command Master Chief, Kellen Volan. Just last month in February, Master Chief Volan became the 19th Command Master Chief of Subbase and brings to the base a wealth of leadership, insight, and enthusiasm to make a difference for our sailors and families. Master Chief, welcome to the Subbase and this inaugural episode of the Klaxon. Thanks, Captain. It's great to be here. It's great to join the triad uh, at the first and finest submarine base. Yeah. Well, thank you, Master Chief. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, about yourself. You were born in Quincy, Illinois, uh, but have been a Connecticut native for some time. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So um, my, both of my parents are originally from Connecticut, and uh, my, my dad got an opportunity to coach baseball for a small college out in Missouri. So he stole my mom away. They moved out to the Midwest. Uh, they spent a couple years out there coaching baseball, traveling up and down the Mississippi. Uh, and then th they had me. Um, and then after uh, a couple of years, my mom was kind of tired of that. She wanted to go back to work. And uh, so she wanted to move back to the East Coast, so we did. And uh, we settled in the southeastern Connecticut community, first starting up in Lisbon and then uh, moving steadily south ever since. And now we find a home in Mystic and I live about a stone's throw from my, my in-laws uh, and about a decent baseball throw from my parents. So uh, I've been in the community now for 31 years. I have been on sub-base for 19 of those years. And uh, even prior to that, I spent formative high school years pre 9-11 playing laser tag and Bob Kidd's gonna, Bob Kidd's not gonna like this because we had laser tag and bowling and a pool hall and all of those fun options uh, before and it was pre 9-11. So, um, the base was a home for me growing up, and it's certainly been a home uh, for me and provided a lifestyle for my family as well. So I'm, I'm very excited to be back now to help you lead this effort. So how do you think that growing up in and around the sub-base influenced you and, and perhaps your choice to join the submarine force? I, I know that with having many friends and family who were in the Navy, uh, specifically middle school and high school friends, I saw what that life was like for the, the parents, but I really got to understand what it was like for the kids. And I saw what it meant to them. I saw what it meant to the families, the Atkinson families and the Greeny families uh, to have their dads come home uh, and on those submarines. And I, I said when uh, I was leaving high school, I did not want to go to 13th grade, which for me at the time was Yukon, because all of my friends were going there. And I wanted to do something different. Um, and I think probably in a little bit of a rebellious streak, I decided it was going to be the aviation community. And then I got to I got to boot camp, and I sat down with the classifier, and something just hit me, and I said, I think I want to go do this uh, back home to submarines. And I think it was probably in that order, back home, submarines. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a lot of good people in my ear leading up to that, telling me all of the great things that submarines would do. And I, I made the right choice. Uh, but it was a great story. I sat down with the classifier, and he was an FT-1. He had a picture of San Juan coming home underneath the Gold Star Bridge, and uh, I said, I'd like to change my job. You can't do that. 
I'd really like to go submarines. Give me one minute. <laughs> Done. So, Very good. Some subliminal messaging going on yeah, in the yeah. classifier's office. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're thankful for it. So uh, you've attended sub-school here at the base uh, and served on the waterfront on, in a number of submarines as well as on squadron staff. What has stood out to you over those tours about the base in the community? We, um, I don't think I recognize this until my chief tour, but the, the singular focus that sub-base New London has to getting submarines to sea uh, and defending the nation, it really, we talk about Team New London and it's on the back of our chief t-shirts and we lead our emails with it and we have meetings. There is one focus on this base and that Team New London concept is so unique and I hear it, I don't have much perspective. I've only been on like three Navy bases as an operational uh, operational and this being one of them but I hear from so many people that have gotten all of those perspectives about what a difference Team New London makes uh, and our singular focus and singular mission and that to me is has been the difference the way our families integrate our openness and accessibility our goal to putting those submarines to sea, our submarine veterans uh, to include the submarine veterans association the fleet reserve and the VFW and all, uh, all of those folks who come out to really make this community submarine-centric. It's the submarine capital of the world, and uh, I don't think there's a better place to do that business. Okay, well, so given that, what what, what have you seen and, and maybe still see as, as challenges then for, for junior sailors, families, and or that Team New London you mentioned? I think as the mission becomes more dynamic, as the schedules become more dynamic, we are going to struggle to maintain that sense of community. You know, I joked a little bit earlier about the, the, the laser tag and all those things that we used to have on base. We, those enlisted sailors and those officers had a lot more time then than we do now. And we had a lot more resources then. We used to throw Subfest and have the Beach Boys and, and, and things like that. Um, and with our t limited time and the effort that we're really putting into warfighting, I think the biggest challenge is going to be to maintain those sailors healthy and happy, to maintain our families connected, and still have a, a sense of community that we fostered so many years ago. I mean, this sub-base, as big as it was in its heyday, used to have its own Little League team and soccer team uh, just because of how big that community was. That really fostered that sense of we're in this together. and. I think it's we are capable of getting back to that, and I know we are efforting that every single day, uh, but I, I worry about the, the burnout of our sailors, bringing them home to a community that welcomes them. Mm. Okay, well, so speaking of those challenges, did you have a moment in your own Navy career that you'd say was defining for you? Um, yes, sir, so I was on USS Hartford in 2009, uh, that was the collision. And uh, I was about to transfer, and we were, my wife was nine months pregnant with my oldest daughter, Kylie. And what, that, that moment could be definitional in so many different ways. Uh, bad, it could have kicked me out of the Navy, or I could have chosen to leave the Navy. Um, it could have steered me forever away from submarines. It could have, uh, it could have ruined, you know, friendships and families. and could have cost lives. And what I recognized was coming home from that, that there was still people here saying, bad things happen to good ships. 
all we have to do is make ourselves better. We're going to learn from those mistakes and we're not going to give up. And I internalize that from friends and family, people like Andy Smith, uh, retired Master Chief, um, and, and others who said, don't let this define you. Don't let this be who you are uh, and overcome that. And that was definitional for me because when I went to Hartford, or sorry, when I went to Missouri as the sonar chief and then to squadron and then to North Dakota as the chief of the boat, uh, I was not going to let that happen again. And, but I was also going to make sure that whatever we were gonna do, we we're gonna do safely, but we we're gonna have fun doing it. Outstanding. All right, so in your first few weeks on in this job, you've had a chance to learn a lot about how subbase works. What has surprised you the most, or what do you wish you had known as a tenant command chief of the boat? I think the availability of resources. So I reached out as much as I could to fleet and family, to the base, uh, and to our other tenant commands to use them as much as I could. But the professionalism with, with which our uh, civilian employees work and their just sole focused dedication to making this place awesome that will outlast you, it'll outlast me, it was here before me. I look at that as untapped resources for any experienced leader on base. And if they're not using those folks, uh, they're not getting everything that they can. They're not squeezing every bit of goodness out of this place. Okay, well, where would you like then to see Subbase go from here? I think we have a great opportunity in uh, the development of our sailors from the holistic perspective. So we're, we're bringing them into the Navy, we're, we're training them as young men and, or as young sailors, but we're also training them as young men and women. And I think our job on Subbase is to raise them in a community that supports them and encourages their, their, their wellness, their mental, their mental wellness, um, their, their training and their war fighting and put all of those things in a package and put them on a submarine. So what does that mean? So I think to me that means um, supporting the supporting the warfighter. So we are working on opening, you know, now that we're, we're getting close to the end of COVID and we're getting shots in people's arms, we are working on getting services open and getting back to, to running a normal operation. Uh, we're also focused on development of warfighters. We've got UWDC and SLC bringing projects online. Uh, we've got uh, new tech spaces coming online in New London. We're working hand in hand with folks in, th in and throughout the community to improve our capabilities in our warfighting. Uh, I would like to see Subbase New London, and I, we talked about this a long time ago, sort of become the Silicon Valley for submarines and you know, build that up and down Route 12, that connection. Uh, that's a big goal, and that's probably more my relief's relief than it is me, but I think we, you, me, uh, and the folks here have an obligation to lay that groundwork. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much for your time. Any, any final words for our uh, younger sailors here at Subbase? I, yes, absolutely. Take advantage of the opportunities that are here. Southeastern Connecticut, the Subbase itself, uh, has so many opportunities to explore, live, learn, get smart, uh, college opportunities, opportunities for volunteering in the community. There is a world out there that is your oyster and this place is the place to do it. Um, people choose to live here on purpose. You know, I've, there's, they, we've come here, we're near the ocean and 
I encourage every young sailor to not just think of Groton and New London as the place they have to start, but maybe it's the place they can, t can continue and grow and build a family and, and want to come back to. Uh, it's an awesome sub race. It's an awesome community. Uh, I wouldn't still be here uh, without it. Um, they have great schools. I'm biased because my, my wife's a teacher in one of them. <laughs> and uh, great schools, great community, great leadership, and uh, great family. So I encourage young sailors to go find that family. All right, Master Chief. Well, you're certainly uh, an inspiration or uh, and, and a model uh, uh, for them, no doubt. So happy to have you on the triad team here uh, to make uh, our nation's first and finest sub-base even better. Oh, yeah. So, listeners, uh, that's just about a wrap-up for this inaugural episode of the Sub-Base New London Klaxon. I hope this episode's conversation has enhanced your appreciation for or understanding of the base, its mission, and our terrific southeastern Connecticut military community. I want to thank Command Master Chief Volan again for joining me today. You'll see him around the base and never feel shy to stop him and ask a question or share a concern. CMC, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at SubbaseCMC. I am also on Instagram at SubbaseCMC. You'll find me with uh, pictures and witty commentary almost daily. No doubt. No doubt. I want to thank all of you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with friends who may be interested. You can stay up to date on the latest about Subbase New London through all our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And join us soon for the next episode of The Claxon as we'll continue taking a deeper dive through discussions about the people, programs, and processes that help the sub-base serve. Until then, as we say in the sea services, keep stowed for sea and ready for action.